What's good, guys? Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Gym Bros podcast. So, a um, little bit of a change up today. So, unfortunately, our friend Bryn is not with us today. Um, so, his comments about the tactical backpacks has uh, upset a few people. So, we're aware he's currently um, hightailing it around Europe with a Karen chasing him around one strapping with a tactical backpack <laughs> so <laughs> while he's away we've um asked friend of the show uh, joe pierce to come onto the show say hello joe hey guys nice to be here so joe is a uh, f- uh, future ifbb pro uh, bodybuilder um, training out of old school gyms and he's one of my valued and well-respected members of staff. So yeah, good to have you on, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing well, mate. How, uh, how are you boys? Good? Good, good. Excited. Uh, it's new for me, so I'm excited to get a chat. Don't worry. Don't <laughs> worry. If you feel anything on your knee, it's just Josh. <laughs> I was going to say, it's Paul's fucking big wiener. <laughs> <laughs> so what we thought we'd do, we thought we'd take advantage of having someone with your knowledge on today. Um, and... We're doing a bit of a theme, really, where we're kind of taking our podcast like back to basics with people starting off at the gym or new to the gym and the fitness industry. So what we thought we'd talk about today is things that we kind of know now um, to do with training, nutrition and going to the gym that we wish we'd known, like, say, like 10 or even for me, like 20 years ago. Um, 30 years ago. It's not that old. I didn't used to go to the gym on a chariot. <laughs> Just, just a penny farthing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we thought we'd talk about. Um, and we thought we'd value your input. Obviously, you're, uh, I've spoken to you many times at the yep. gym about training. When I was doing my prep for my photo shoot, I came to you for advice. Very, very impressed with your level of knowledge. Um, so, yeah, I think you've got a lot to offer to the, uh, to the podcast and the viewers today. So, do you want me to start, guys? Yeah, can do. Go on, go yeah. for it. So, one of the big things for me. So, I've been training for thirty years now. Um, and one of the big things for me is nutrition. Uh, we touched on it just before we came on. So, I didn't really start seeing great changes in my physique until I took my nutrition serious. So, I'm going to send. Tate's going to pop up some images for you of a picture of what I looked like when I was in my 30s and a picture of what I look like now I'm in my 40s and the world's apart. And the only thing different that I do now is is my nutrition is a lot better. I kind of fell into the habit of um, thinking that because I'm going to the gym and I'm training, that I could kind of eat what I wanted. Mm. And then, so, yeah, I was getting my protein in and I was getting my carbs in, but I was also getting cookies in and I was using... with discussed it before on a podcast I was using mass gainers and <laughs> and looking back at the pictures now like at the time I thought I looked good and I did in clothes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but looking back at them pictures now I look terrible compared to the the changes that my physique yeah, have done yeah. so that's one of the things what what do you guys have you guys run into a similar sort of thing I, f- I fully agree I mean I'll use myself an example when I first started training during college university I'd have whatever was cheapest subways. I'd eat a lot of crap. Yeah, I used to train really hard, but and I got uh, you know a little bit of results. But it wasn't until I, I switched over and started taking my diet seriously, um, you notice how much better you feel on cleaner food and what you mm. thought was a normal feeling. Mm. 
you actually feel like crap eating them foods yeah, and yeah. you're not able to perform. When you switch over to a clean diet, your sleep gets better, your training gets better and that shoots your performance in the gym and you will get way better results. Um, the term, you can't out-train a bad diet is absolutely true. I don't know what yeah. you yeah. about that, Josh. No, I think, uh, yeah. I'd... What did you say? You're living proof of that? Bad diet, not out trained it. Shut your face. <laughs> this is no this is no diet, no training. You wish you looked as good as this. No fucking six months off. Um shut up. Yeah. Okay. So uh, no. Um I agree. I think yeah. that over the years, like the better my diet has been, I suppose like when you bodybuild, a micro change. You see a micro change, whereas like if you just got a regular person and you change 10 grams of carbs, probably not going to yeah. show anything. But like yeah, yeah. when you're like three, four weeks out and yeah. you change something, yeah, you yeah, really yeah. know about it. So I think over the years of prepping and seeing my body change, I've definitely seen like the greater the diet has been or the more I've put into the diet, mm -hmm. the the greater my physique has been and the the difference in it. Um, I suppose on those on those small levels, you see it. Like, so if you're just doing an average diet, you're probably not going to see it as much. But if you're really prepping hard, and like, yeah. as you've just done a photo shoot and you've just done a show and stuff, yeah. you really notice it on those. I mean, I notice it with clients that first come to me. I would say your average Joe eating an average diet. What they feel like a normal feeling to them, I switch foods, they switch to whole foods, clean foods. And they're like, wow, I never realized I had bloating. Yeah. And now it's gone. That, that's a normal feeling to me. Now I've got so much energy. I've got energy to play with my kids. I've got energy to train. I can work all day and not feel tired. So by just changing your diet, I think it's massive. Um, and you will you will get results straight away. Straight away you will get results from just, just switching up yeah. your food, cleaning it up, definitely. I know it's in reverse now, so I eat relatively clean probably, probably about 90% of the time. And I now notice that when I go out, when we have a takeaway yeah. or we eat something bad, you'll feel garbage feel the next day, won't you? Yeah. And that, and when you're on a normal, that, that feels normal to you when, yeah. when you're eating them food regularly, you don't know what good feels like. Yeah. I agree. It's not, uh, it's not good. Is it? It's like when you, I know when I first started training, like fucking four weeks ago, whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> um, no, when I first started training, I was, I'd never done a diet, never, yeah. never even eaten proper food. And in the first like month, I just like blew up. Yeah. So I was eating proper food, good food, not like two, three thousand calories worth of shit. Like it was like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Three and a half, four thousand calories worth of and that's, proper. And that's hard to eat. Yeah. Through clean food, that's yeah. hard to eat. People don't understand. It's that's like, hard. I think, I know we've touched on it before, but obviously we're talking about diets and stuff. Yeah. You'll see people, people come to you, I can't put on weight. Yeah. All the I time. Can't put on weight. Yeah. I can't put on weight. Yeah. They're fine. You give them a diet. Yeah. Or you give them some proper food to eat and yeah. straight away, yeah. everything changes. Because like, yeah. wow, like, it, and, and as you said, you feel better, feel healthier, more energy. You tend to, people tend to fill out as well. Yep. A lot in those first, I know for me, probably because Paul's going to bully me within the next two weeks, I'm probably going to start training again. And I know within the first two weeks, I'll just fill out again and you start leaning off and months and months go by and you're like, fucking, I feel better. But, but yeah, I think diet's such a, like a, a key part of yeah, protein's of a big one. Everyone under eats protein. Oh, yeah, over eat carbs. Over eat carbs. Over eat fat. Under eat proteins, yeah. and they come to you. I'm not sure why I'm growing, or I'm always sore in the gym. You know, overtraining. That I think that's something we're going to talk about later yeah. on. But I think you can minimise that a lot 
through just decent nutrition, mm -hmm. high protein yeah. diet, carbs fuels around your training, and fats just limiting, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, diet, I think something, again, that I wish I'd known like 10, 20 years ago. And if you don't know what you're doing, just hire someone that does. I, yeah, we, we, It we, just we, takes the guesswork out of it. Mm. I mean, when I, I mean, I did a lot of research, but when I first started, but there was years where I was just spinning my wheels because I thought I knew what I was doing. Mm. Whereas if I would have just hired someone, he'll, they give you a diet, they give you a training, so you don't have to think. Yeah, you just got to perform. Just invest in yourself, before, invest in yeah, yourself, yeah. invest in yourself. You know, it's like, it's like any hobby. You wouldn't go into any hobby without research. No. It. But for some reason, the fitness industry, people just like to do that. Love they have no idea what yeah. they're doing and they don't want to learn. Yeah. Fumble. <laughs> you know, if you want to play golf, you, you know, you practice, you learn how to play. Um, Take notes about golf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, in the fitness industry, lifting weights and, and looking good, they just try and wing it. Mm. I think some people can can wing it. Some people have that genetic yes, makeup. Yeah, def I know. definitely. I know a lot of people that can yeah. do that. Yeah. And I'm yeah. quite lucky enough I can, yeah. can wing it and still look yeah. half decent. But... I think if you really put your mind to it... I, I really think you can only wing it to a certain point, though. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't step on stage winging it. I'd, yeah, have yeah. Be, I'd have to do something drastic. Yeah. You, could look, you could probably you look, can look decent. the average yeah. person yeah. Yeah. Definitely, by yeah. winging it, but if you want to take it serious... And we've touched on it before, there's, mm. there's, a, there's a plethora of respectable, well-educated and knowledgeable mm. coaches and exactly. yeah. uh, access to forums and things like that out there. So the, the information is there for you now. Yeah, I mean, I'll use myself as an example. When I decided I wanted to start competing... I, I thought to myself, right, who's the biggest bastard there was? <laughs> who, right, who in this country is the biggest person there is? And I've got the most muscle. Jamie the Giant, that was my yeah. first proper coach. Six foot, six, 350 pounds. I was like, right, I'm He's hiring guy. <laughs> You know? And I learned okay. so much just, just through that. Yeah. You know? But he was yeah, great for it. me. Learn from the people that we've said it before. Mm -hmm. Learn from the people that are yeah. where you want to be, or yeah, walk the walk, done the, you know, done the talk for years and years and years. Yeah. Another one for me was um, not warming up properly, and we still I still see it to this day, and I'm sure you see it. Guys come straight yeah. in into the gym, straight off site, straight in, start benching, two plates aside, no warm yeah. up, no nothing. Um, I'd done it the same. Never used to do cardio. Used to no. go straight into the gym, not my pre-workout, yeah. natter for 10 minutes, straight into my, straight into my training. Mm. Um, and again, you don't realise the kind of damage and the, the unnecessary stress that you're putting your, your body under. Whereas all you need to do to warm up 10, 15 minutes on the on the treadmill just to get the blood flow just in. get your heart rate up yeah just get your body ready for exercise Some yeah. stretching just loosen your muscles up yeah and and you know exercise selection you need to take into consideration like you've just mentioned there's no point going straight to a bench press and putting two or three plates on i think it's much better to start with a fly mm. get the blood in get your heart rate mm. up and then move on to them exercise it's going to be a lot safer for you do you think it's uh it's good for injury prevention as well, like getting warmed up and stuff. Definitely. Because a lot of people, like we've had a, a couple of occasions at, at the gym where people have injured themselves, benching and mm -hmm. and this, that and the other. And it's a quite a common injury. Deadlifting is another one. Yeah. A lot, I think a lot of people don't really warm up properly. You know, over the years, and that many guys, and it is guys mainly, I've never really seen any girls, but shoulders all the time. I'm like, have you warmed up? No. Why not? Are you exercising and most most guys that I know, most guys that you probably know, like they, they don't lift fucking ten kilos. You know what I mean? Like they're lifting a decent amount of weight. Yeah. Like even with I don't know sixty, seventy kilos on a bar, you could still do some damage to yourself. Yeah. But 
as you said, if you're not warming up properly, you're not getting that blood flow, you're not doing a fly, like forget cable fly or machine fly, yeah. hands down, like, yeah, yeah, just get yourself on it. But rotator cuff exercises, and like, I'm massive into my physio, do you know what I mean? I'm, I do sports massage myself, and I, I think that having taken all that time and invested in myself and all these physios that I know, don't just necessarily like warm up on it, like build a rotator cuff into your workout as well. This is like information that I've been told for a long time. Build it into your workout. Instead of instead of doing it, like do it was almost like resistance training. Yeah. Instead of just going, and I'm going to touch on this now because <laughs> you know exactly what I'm about to say, right? This with a dumbbell, Stop fucking doing it. I hope the, yeah, fucking, I hope yeah. the camera's picking it up. Yeah, stop this, doing that. Yeah, this is supposed yeah, to be yeah. resistance yeah. this way. Yeah. Okay, so you're getting your shoulder. This is doing nothing. Okay, this maybe, but do it with a band. Do it with a fucking towel if you can. A towel will give you the same the same effect, but build those sort of exercises into your workouts and you'll find that your shoulders will become a lot stronger, a lot denser because you're working out not just all the thick shit you can see, all this internal stuff as well and you're building, you're building on muscles making your ligaments strong, making everything all nice and compact instead of doing something silly one day in the gym or you're hyperextend because you've got heavy dumbbells and you throw your arms back and you'll find that you'll you'll really benefit from it. So warming up is... I always found it a very weird concept that people will walk straight into the gym and lift because they would never mm -hmm. do it any other... These, like a lot of guys that go to the gym, they'll play five a side. They won't just jump out of the really? car yeah. and straight onto the yeah. pit yeah, yeah, yeah. warm up, you know... Do you warm up for golf? For golf? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay, you do a couple of, you don't just hit yeah. the ball though, do you? Practice. You practice, yeah. Okay. Like I used to do at MMA, I'd warm up. Yeah, and yeah. anything like that. And so why is it, I understand where this mentality just sort of into the gym and, and start lifting Especially weights. when you're cold. Like yeah. When you're cold, you, you, your muscle fibres are like, mm -hmm. they're, they're locked, you know what I mean? They're not loose. Mm. Whereas if you warm up, you go on the cross trainer, you go on the Stairmaster, you go on the treadmill. Then your blood's flowing, you've got your cardiovascular system active, and then you you come down and you do a couple of warm-up sets on something, then you go into it. You'll yeah. find that you'll have a better session. Yeah. You'll find that your blood flows better, your pumps are better, mm -hmm. you probably lift more. Yeah. Like you find that everything just flows better. And warm warming up it should be built into your workout. It shouldn't be a warming up. Oh, I've got a warm-up. It should be built into your workout. Yeah, absolutely. And then just the same as diet should be built into your fucking day. I'm just going to add hydration as well. Yeah. Yes. I mean, how many people do we know? Been to work oh. nine, ten hours. They get out the car. They dry scoop the, the pre workout, <laughs> and then they're training. Yeah. That's just a recipe for disaster. We and I think we did, week about we coffee bit, and stuff. We? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've jumped the full coffee today. Yeah, but coffee's a, it, it dehydrates. Yeah, it dehydrates you. You need yeah. to make sure you're hydrated. I think that's the main cause of most muscle tears, honestly, mm. dehydration, poor warming mm. up. It's just a recipe if, if for you, disaster. Uh, on a, when you're super, super lean, mm -hmm. if you drink a load of water, yeah. you fill out a bit. You fill out, your pumps are better. Your pumps are much Because that's yeah. what like water will do. If you if you don't drink, you'll become dehydrated. You'll become, when you're stripping, you'll be, your last week, you, your water Dehydrate, load, and then yeah. you'll strip yourself yeah. down because it dehydrates you, it makes you look leaner, takes all the, the water away from you. So if you think about it, like if you're adding water in, You'll find that everything will just be better. Pumps will be better. You can't fill out. I mean, anyone who's ever competed, um, if you're trying to fill out for a show with carbs and you don't add water, you can't fill out. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. So how are you yeah. supposed to perform in the gym if you're dehydrated? This yeah. is water. Yeah, hydration. Water is very important. Get it in you. At least like and a also, couple of liters a day. 
a pet peeve of mine in the gym. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> men- I'm gonna mention this now, and I've noticed this even more since working in the gym for the past year. I don't know why people are walking around with monster drinks while they train. <laughs> If that's you, Josh, training. I have no, no idea. I have no idea <laughs> I, why people are doing that. Right. Go, why are you Fuck doing you this? Go on. So, go on. <laughs> number one, I'm not taking training seriously. Okay, there we number go. Number one, I'm, I am. I, yeah. I'm, I was just training with Paul for a bit while he was on prep because he needed mothering through his sessions. I did. But number two, no, I wouldn't periodically walk around the gym with a monster. Yeah. If I was going to have a, and my, I have my monsters in the morning yeah. and Paul was training in the morning. So, yeah. so I normally train like three, four o'clock. Yeah. So that's one. But yeah, I would normally have an intro and a proper drink and so yeah, I would never yeah, have a monster. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the young guys seem to be doing now that are serious in their training, they're walking around with monsters. I mean, I, I get it. I just don't think they understand like caffeine. There's loads of research how it can be beneficial for performance. That's great. And that's probably why they're taking mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But if you see in these, in these studies, it actually takes 45 minutes for caffeine to yeah. peak mm-hmm. in your system. So they're drinking a drink and they're just finishing it 15 minutes before before yeah. they leave the gym it's, then not, they go even, it's not even peak yeah. yet mm-hmm. and on and another thing is why on earth would you want to do a hack squat a heavy hack squat when you're full of got full of carbonated drink yeah i don't get it. just have it before have it half an hour before and have an inch drink yeah, yeah. you know some electrolytes water mm-hmm. even water you know water's fine yeah, yeah we've covered it before yeah. it's so popular but they're all walking around with, you know with energy drinks and, it, and it's I don't know. I couldn't train like that. I think it's, it's again, it's this, it's like we've, we've touched on it before. It's a fad. It's a fad. Yeah. A, a fitness passion mm-hmm. fad at the moment. And it's, there are performance benefits to it if used correctly, mm-hmm. but people are just not quite using it the right, the right way. I think, I think it's like you said, and we've touched upon it, it's lack of education, lack of yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I think it is. It's just, it's just education. Yeah. Because if you knew it, if you knew that caffeine doesn't hit you for 45 minutes, mm. Like you, would, you wouldn't do it, would it? you? No, you wouldn't. It's like you said, your pre-workout. I know but, you but but again, Josh, like if you read a tub of pre-workout, it says consume thirty minutes mm. before training. There's a reason yeah. why it says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to get into your system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so you should have ideally, you should have your pre-workout at home, travel to the gym. Yeah. And then you start your training. Mm. Warm yep. up and then train. And by the time you've done that, you'll be firing on all cylinders. Yep. I think I think what happens is like advertising and supplement companies, they're they're slightly manipulating their audience because you've you've watched trailers for energy drink and there's guys in the gym training and what they're mm. doing between sets sipping on an energy drink they're not doing that really they're only doing it because yeah. they're being filmed yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's like the old like photo shoots that used to happen in flex, flex and muscle mm. and fitness and stuff yeah. and you see the bodybuilders and they'd be the they aren't drinking their protein shake halfway no. through their and training and i guarantee you 80 that. kilograms yeah. and they're like but that guy doesn't that's not how he trains mm. That's not how he's built. He's he's just doing that for the photo, and then guys yeah. are thinking, "Oh, that's what I need." That's to do. what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. Just being slightly manipulated by by the media, which has been happening for years. But like we say, there's there's a lot of people out there that can give you proper knowledge. Yeah, arm yourself with the right knowledge. Mm. Don't fall for the propaganda. Don't fall for the propaganda. <laughs> Don't hear <We> sheep. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think knowledge is. Knowledge is so, so powerful. And so powerful. someone else's knowledge, paying for someone else's knowledge, definitely. Oh. Change your life. So another one I picked up on, and again, it's a bit of a bit of a controversial, I think we touched on it the other week, is um, lifting too heavy and not focusing on specific muscle groups. So there's a bit of a trend at the moment, which you've seen on social media, where guys are training and they're holding their lats on every exercise and this and the other, which is a bit... 
I can understand why they're doing it. Yeah. You, nobody else does that. Is that just, <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. But yeah, it's a case of, again, it's this old fashioned kind of mentality that, oh, I need to be big. I've got to lift big. Well, you don't really. You need to focus on the stimulating muscles. Mm. Isolating the muscle, we're getting that mind muscle connection. Mm. You need to be tearing the muscles. Yes, there are exercises, and, and obviously, I want to want to hear your point on it. There are exercises where you you will be going like all out, trying to move as much. But it, if you're a bodybuilder, my um, view of it is you're a sculptor. You're sculpting your body. Now, a sculptor doesn't use a sledgehammer to sculpt a statue. He uses fine tuning instruments in order to sculpt away, and that's what a bodybuilder is going to be doing. They're going to be using more isolation exercises to, to yep. shape and sculpt their muscles. What do you, what's your take on that? I think it's, I think it's really difficult to explain to a person that's new to the gym, mainly because when you first start training, you don't know how stuff is supposed to feel. Mm. And I know me, myself personally, it can take sometimes years to actually learn how to contract your back properly. Back's a common one. Yeah. A lot of people don't know how to actually train the back until they're four, five, six years yeah. into their lifting career. Now, I think there's a time and a place for, for heavy stuff, heavy compounds, yep. when you first start lifting. Um, and they will get you sore. And the places where you sore is how you're supposed to feel a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think once you know how to actually train your muscles correctly, I think you people can benefit way more through isolation stuff. And uh, I'd forget the bands, honestly. I'd <laughs> yeah. forget the bands, and I'd I, I forget I'd forget like sitting down in awkward positions and just learn how to train really hard. Mm. You can get very far by training like an idiot. <laughs> honestly, you can, but if you just put maximal effort into yeah. it. Um, Do you think people overcomplicate things these days? Way too overcomplicated. Way, way, way too overcomplicated. As you just said, if you if you've never been to the gym, yeah, and you start going to the gym, you will change shape whether you train yeah. well or you don't yeah. train well because yeah. you're if you just put wrong. a bit of effort into it, and you yeah. and you start sweating a bit. No one sweats anymore in the gym. I've noticed <laughs> that. Not a lot of people sweat yeah. in the gym. My mascara never runs anymore. I mean, I have people who come to me like, "Oh, Joe, I've I've never I've never sweated, I've never sweated." And what I say, okay, right, go on a treadmill and start running. Mm. They'll start sweating. And like, oh, this is odd. I put the same effort yeah. into your weight training. Yeah. But I think it's the it's because like they're trying to find this perfect position and this band and over, not over complicating. Over way too overcomplicating. Yeah. There's a time and a place. Yeah. There's it, a time at and a certain place. level, like. You, for example, you've got an incredible physique. I'm sure, like, we'll, we'll put a picture of one of Joe's pictures up so we can, yeah. people can see what kind of shape you're in. You've got an incredible physique, and there's certain methods which you will use to train now which are beneficial to you because you're so advanced in the building of your physique. Yep. But someone just walking through the door who's been training for three, four, six weeks or Doesn't whatever, yeah. what they're not going to need to do the same kind of no. isolation exercises no. that you are. And also, like, when you first start training, you don't get the same pump. You'll get a crazy pump now yep. because you know how it's supposed to feel. I know how it's supposed to contract yeah. each muscle when I'm... You don't know how to do yeah. that. Like I said, when so you first start pump. training, you don't know how to contract your lats. We'll you don't know how to contract your quad. You just move the leg press. You just push it. Mm. It's only when you get that experience where you can put the 
the the tension on the muscle it's where the, you want the mind muscle connection, isn't it? If anyone looks at me training, mm-hmm. they're probably thinking, "How the fuck has he got that big?" <laughs> using using that <laughs> yeah. that little weight, yeah, because I've just learned and conditioned my body to feel what it's supposed to feel, you know. And you can't teach that as a beginner. No. It's just it just takes time, just a bit of patience. So if you're just gonna throw weight around, not have good form and not have anything about it, then you're not really gonna. You'll you're not some, really you'll gonna get some. Get somewhere. You'll get somewhere. But you won't you'll, get many you'll plateau very very quickly. You're it'll not most gonna... likely cause you an injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. massively. Mm-hmm. The kind of physiques that like guys and girls are wanting to build yeah. these days, the people that they're seeing online that they're trying to emulate yeah. and look like. Yeah. You know, they're not going to yeah. get it. But, but Ronnie Coleman does that. You are not Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie Coleman I am not Ronnie Coleman. No one is Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very true, yeah. You look at, like, like I met Philly yeah. a few years back. Yeah. And that guy's, four, I think he's 40 now, or maybe yeah. 43 now, something like that. But yeah. I met him, and one, fucking phenomenal guy, but he's in one piece. He's yeah. very mobile, and he, he looks good. You look at, like, Ronnie. Yeah. The way he trained, Ronnie was a glitch in the matrix. You know? yeah. Ronnie was a crazy yeah. guy, but you look at him now, and like the guy's in a wheelchair, like he yeah. barely walk. So uh, I think that longevity side of thing, you've definitely got to look. People, in my opinion, now more so, less for some people, you need to look for that longevity when you train. I think another point with training is structure. Like, don't wing sessions. Mm. That was another go thing. In, I was go in, go in with a purpose, yeah. with a plan. Yeah. Go with structure. Absolutely. Yeah, go with structure and like, even if you don't plan your sessions, like I'm going to do this exercise, this exercise. I wasn't one for that. I know you do that personally. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I kind of know what I'm doing before I like, know what my chest session looks like. I know what my shoulder session looks like. Maybe I'll add this in this week. Do you you know what I mean? Like, but, but I don't tend to write it down. Some people do and it helps and you can track it. I know you, I know you like to track yours, but don't just come in and go, fancy legs today. Yeah. but, yeah, but, it won't be a good session. No, I can guarantee you, you to, that. Yeah, you know what you're coming for every day, every single day, and consistency, as everyone knows, consistency is key with bodybuilding, with anything really. And if you're just coming in, you're like, you know, I'm going to do chest, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and then you don't risk overtraining. I suppose if you come in, you know, I'm going to do three, four exercises, mm. five exercises, and then I'm done. Then I'm going to give it my all, and you leave yeah. feeling you've accomplished something. Yeah. It's better than just fanning around and. I think as well on training, so I'm going to let this point in. Too many people train for the now instead of training for six months on. Yep. They look at their physique now and they'll train for the pump in the gym that day. I've got to get the best pump. But so what? Like, tra- don't train for now. Train for the person you want to be. Train for that person. If you've got massive arms, you've got no tricep. Fucking best start training your tricep, yeah, then you yeah, best not yeah. start training your bicep. Yeah, you best start doing yeah. twenty sets of curls. Yeah, you, you better start <laughs> do doing some extensions else. instead. Yeah. yeah, like there's there's no point always working on your good. Like Paul's got a crazy chest, but there's no point Paul just constantly working on his chest yeah. because then his other parts of his body aren't going to look as good. Like he needs mm-hmm. to bring everything on. So mm-hmm. if you've got a great body part, amazing, you can lay off that a little bit. Like don't not yeah. train it. Don't smash it as much and bring everything else up with yeah, it. I mean, it's very hard to grow everything equally. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. No, you will get stronger body parts. Um, it's just the way it is. And then, like Josh says, when you when you see them, you need to rejig your training a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Otherwise, if you're doing legs twice a week and your your arms need to grow, well, if you're taxing two days of heavy legs, how are you going to put 
the effort exactly. needed into yeah. into growing your arms yeah. or, or any body part. You take a leg session away, add an arm session in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, don't get, don't get caught into the trap of like if picture what you want to look like. I always say picture what you want what you want to look like, and not that you're ever going to look like that. You're going to think about you how you yeah. want to look, and then train for that person. Don't just come and. Just train for that session. Train for fucking yeah. six months. I understand, months that, I understand people do come to the gym and they just want to. They want to stay a bit fit and they stay want to healthy and they they just come and they do a bit of this and do a bit of cardio and you know that's great. They're still they're they're not mm-hmm. your like your, your serious trainers. Yep. They're just coming to stay fit and healthy to feel good about themselves yeah. and that's great. They know what they want to do. They're getting into the gym. They're being fit and active. I've said this before. I'm pro health whatever you do, whether you go play football, yeah, golf, yeah. whatever, get out there and do something. But it's the, the 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 guys and the girls that are taking it serious or that want to compete or that want to do a photo shoot. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that need to be taking it serious. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, planning the sessions. Like mm-hmm. it's like anything, you, you uh, fail to prepare, prepare to mm-hmm. fail. You don't plan your session. You don't get in the right mindset. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to waste time. You're not going to get the maximum out of that session. If you took two people, one of them's done it on themselves. I think, do you know when you look at results? Yeah. And some people are like, fucking hell. Yeah, but I got myself into this shape. Yeah. Yeah, "Yeah, but you don't, you might look better than you did, Mm. but in those three months what you've been training, now take another three months with me. Yeah. And then look what you look like. Be like Fucking yeah. hell. Just like you said, from your, from your I, 30s to your 40s, you like a different when person. I first competed. Yep. When I first competed, I first competed when I was 40. Mm-hmm. And I did my own prep. Yeah. Obviously, I'm qualified PT, yeah. nutrition, been training for over 30 years. And I qualified, uh, sorry, and I did my very first show, did all my own prep. Never done a prep before. I didn't ask for advice from anyone yeah. or anything. And I looked okay on stage. Mm-hmm. I looked like I belonged. I didn't look out of yeah. place. And then I thought, well, I liked that, but I want to be better. So then I went and hired a coach because I wanted to be better. And I was like, the, the reason I did it was because I wanted to take away the guesswork. Uh, yeah. I wanted to have that structure. I wanted to have that accountability. And I also believe that someone else will see in your physique what you won't see. Yeah. And that's what you will get from hiring someone like yourself, a, yeah. a good coach or whatever. They will give honesty. you that. Yeah, yeah, and I did. And then the second time I competed, my physique was incredible. I got down to like four percent body fat. You know, I finished second in my show. Went on to the British finals. Totally different. Totally different. So the first one, it was exactly what we said. I got myself in that shape, and it was good. You know, looks at it and says good. And I got on stage, and I looked like I belonged on stage, mm-hmm. but I didn't win. I didn't. I wasn't as good as the guys that placed above me, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to be the best, not just mm-hmm. look like I belonged. I wanted to. Mm. to compete yeah and that's why i came away and got someone to do all that mm. take all that guesswork away from me yeah yeah i mean that's so important that's one of the benefits of hiring a coach just so you don't have to think about yeah. it accountability is a i big mean one a lot of me. people do know quite a bit mm. and they know how to get there it's just they start overthinking things and doing silly stuffs when they're deep into the diet because when they're on a low carb diet they you know it sends you a bit wacky yeah and you look in the mirror and you think Wow, I'm flat here, you know. But you need someone to say you're supposed to be flat. Yeah, and you need to keep pushing, and they just keep filling up, and and they're not losing anybody fat that way. So whether you hire a coach, you just you don't have to think. Mm. It, it takes the guesswork. It takes the guesswork out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then if it all goes wrong, 
picked on, you got someone to blame. You got someone to blame. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fault. It's your, your fault. fault. Yeah. Not those pack of biscuits, eh? It was your fault. <laughs> so another yeah. one I picked up on was this is a massive thing for me, and I know it's like it's a bit of a bugbear for people. Uh, mobile phone usage mm-hmm. on your training. So I'm I was terrible for it. So I run my own businesses as well as running the gym. So I have a lot to do during the day. And what I was doing is I have a I have a routine. So I get up at a certain time, I get into the gym at a certain time. And the first thing I do is train. Yep. And then the rest of my day is work behind it. But what I was doing is I was coming into the gym and training and answering emails and texting and phone calls and this and the other. And that an hour and a half training session would turn into four hours, yep. three hours. And it wasn't even productive. And then what I did when I did my last prep for my photo shoot, I said, right, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to dedicate an hour and a half to myself every day and I'm going to put my phone on flight mode when I'm in the gym so no one can disturb me. And it was so much better. And I got in and I got my training session done and I was more productive throughout the course of the day. I got more work done and I felt better. So, and I see a lot of people doing that between sets. They're, they're They're doing the training and then the first thing you do, they put the weights down and they're straight on the phone. Yeah. Straight on the phone. Yep. Like just the phone. Yeah. Properly takes out of it. And if you get I don't, when I'm on it, I'm not one for phone use. And I mm. think that when you said it takes an hour and a half session to like three, four hours, yep. you're not far wrong. Mm. Like I would be in the gym when I was on prep or taking it seriously for hour, hour and a half max. Yeah. Because I want to get home and eat. Mm-hmm. Like the longer I'm in there, the more calories I'm burning. Them, and you're training with intensity. And you're yeah. training with intensity, yeah. so you're knackered. And you see some guys, are you going? I'm like, yeah, I'm done now, mate. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm done. Like, yeah. But then you take these people that sit on the phone, it's like, let's take a stopwatch and let's start it every time you train and let's stop it every time you don't, you're not training. Yeah. And I bet you're only getting like 40 minutes in. Yeah. And you see some people that they'll go and talk. And I know, it's a, I know it's a social thing for some people, and I'm not saying it's not. And if you go to the gym for be social, Hey, that's that's it. it. Is what it is. But if you are taking your gym seriously, but you're in the gym for two hours, but you're only training for forty minutes, yeah. maybe there's a problem. That means that your training cannot be intense no. because no. your rest periods are far too long. And like, if you, if if you're going for a heavy set, or if you're going for a hack squat or whatever it is, you can't be taken out of that zone. No, because you're in you're in that you're in that fucking that dark place, and you're like, right, I've got to do this. Like you're saying, like, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's not good, yeah. is it? Watching you've, videos. Yeah, you've got TikTok. to be. Yeah, it takes yeah. you out of that, and you've got to get yourself back focused again. And so, yeah, just get off your fucking phone. Yeah. If you're not bothered, you're not bothered. I'm not yeah. saying this to people, but if you are bothered, yeah, I think it's a case of your. It, if you're into your training yep. and you're taking it serious, it's okay to be selfish for an hour mm-hmm. and a half. Yeah, it's okay to turn your phone off and focus on yourself for an hour and a half. Even if it's at the end of your day and using that gym session as yeah. a, a part of your, your process to unwind before you go home, just turn your phone mm. off. Your training will be more effective and you will be more focused on your training session and you'll go out of the gym feeling so much better, so much better and you'll be more productive. There's, there's, there's obviously ways that you can do on your phones now. Like even if you put my phone on... Um, airplane mode or nighttime mode or do not disturb or whatever, I can still set certain numbers yeah. as an emergency. So if there's an emergency, they can ring me and yeah. it'll still answer, but everything else is blocked out. And that's what I started to do. And I think it worked a lot better. I think some people, it's not even like they're doing anything like, no, you would be doing work, but some people just on TikTok or Instagram, yeah. just yeah. rolling. Yeah. It's like just, 
just don't just sit there for 30 seconds whatever you need for your rest period that's, that's all you really need unless you go like crazy you don't really you need that much stuff rest. on your phone yeah. yeah no that's fine you, you, like, just, a lot of people won't use a log book they'll track it on their phones but if you just randomly scroll in instagram between sets that's you're taking yourself out of it out of your zone yeah, I mean, I'm gonna. Sp- I want to split this topic into two, <laughs> two, two types of people. I mean, the first type, like yourself, Paul, business owner, very busy, responding to emails all the time. You have to have your phone on you. Mm. Now, I think you have to be a bit smart. Why don't you just train in the morning? If mm. you know people are going to be calling you, um, emailing you, just do your training in the morning, six, seven o'clock, and then have your phone on you for the rest of the day. Now, if you're a normal person, I don't really see an excuse for you to be on on your phone while you're training. I mean, how many times do you see people doing sets and they just sit down on a bench, Instagram's open. Mm. They see something, oh, related, or oh, now they're on Twitter. <laughs> and, like, and like Josh says, like five, six minutes, 10, 10, 10 minutes mm. is sometimes gone. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they're looking at a hack squat and, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you've lost your motivation. You've, you've, got, your you've, got, no, you've got no excuse. Well, you cut your... Cut your you set short. I can't. I'm done now. Or, or yeah. you're like, oh, oh, I'm going to skip that set, yeah. even though it's a really. But I'm going to move on to something yeah. else now. I've got to go because, home now. I mean, that post on Instagram you saw five minutes ago is still going to be there when you get in. Just scroll yeah. through it while you're eating your post workout meal. This is it. Yeah. yeah, this is it. Yeah, but if you're a business owner, it is. I, I get it. It is. It even is. So it is difficult. But you know you've just got to time your day differently yeah. even if you're a business owner it, it's you still need time to unwind you still yeah. need time to yourself if you're not if you just work 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 constantly 24 7 you're going to burn out so if you go to the gym four times a week and you give yourself an hour that's only four hours a week mm-hmm. you deserve even if you have a high pressure job anything where you need some time to yourself you deserve to have an hour to yourself mm-hmm. just put your phone on do not disturb give yourself an hour the positive benefits of it will far outweigh that one email that you might not respond to straight away no. or that one that one customer that's going to ring you. You know, you know they're going to call you because you'll yep. pick it up when you finish and just yep. call them back. Oh, sorry, I was just... I, I, I turned my phone off when I'm in the gym. I just give myself an hour. Okay, you know. yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. okay to be selfish. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You can't just... You've got to prioritise yourself. Like you can't be everyone's, everyone's back and call all the time. Um, but yeah, I think... I think there's going to be people listening to this that are like, oh, maybe, maybe I am. I should get off my phone or maybe I should prioritise my training more. And you should, because you'll see yeah, a difference. Yeah. Uh, play mode, keep your Apple music on, yeah, away yeah. you go. At the end of the day, people are coming to the gym because they want to feel good and they want to look good and mm-hmm. they want to feel better about themselves. So focus on yourself for an hour, an hour and a half. That's all you need to do. It's very simple. So yeah, I think we'll, uh, you got any others you want to add? Ooh, no, I've got one. Go on, on then. Only Come one. on, Joshi. Go on. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Oh, that's a big one, actually. When I, yeah, when we I started... could go down a rabbit hole with that one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tell me on. Yeah. When I started, when I started training, I think you would compare yourself to everyone you saw on social media, everyone you yeah. saw in the gym. You would want to be like them, and then it's taken. It took me a while, but eventually I was like, I ain't never going to be that person. Yeah. I'm just going to be a better version of me, like. That's it. You can only be Joe Pierce. You can only be mm. a bigger version or a better version of yourself. Yep. You can never be like Chris Bumstead because no. that because Chris Bumstead yeah. is Chris Bumstead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ronnie Coleman's Ronnie Coleman. I always wanted to be like Josh Keane. Did you? Oh. And then I met him and what a letdown. <laughs> is that because I got a belly now? I love the belly. <laughs> but fuck you. 
I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I, I think comparing yourself, you could really mentally torture yourself. Yeah. If, if you're, I get social media there and I get there's loads of people there, but ultimately, like, just fucking who cares? Who cares? If you're working 100% and you can honestly say that I've given everything to my diet, to my prep, to whatever I'm doing, you've won. You've yeah. won. Eh? Like, you, you won't. You're never going to look like somebody else. Like, I think, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's okay to use someone as inspiration. Absolutely, inspiration, like, yeah. I mean, we, we, we've said it before, I got into training and lifting the gym because I, I wanted to look like an action hero. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was growing up, it was Sylvester Stallone, Arnie, Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's what I wanted to look like. Yeah. I didn't want to look like them. I didn't want to look like okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Be, be that. I wanted to... That's the physique yeah, I want. Yeah. I want to look fit and muscular and healthy. Mm. That's what I want to look like. They were my inspiration to get into the gym. That's what I wanted to look like. I didn't want to look exactly like them. And I think the other thing is today, a lot of what you see on social media is manipulated. I saw a, a post not that long ago, which was about a male men's physique athlete who was a Mr. Olympia, who was editing his photos for Instagram. Now, this yeah. is a guy who's been awarded one of the best He's been the in greatest the in the world yeah, at some this point. This guy yeah. has been on the Olympia yeah. stage. Yeah. You are the best of the best as you are on that stage, mm-hmm. and he still edited yeah. his pictures. Mm-hmm. It's madness. It, Giving it false... blows your mind, doesn't it, yeah. why someone would Why would you to want do to do that? that? You've already got that. You've got mm-hmm. that proof and that affirmation that you have got the best male physique that's currently available. Mm. You can't argue with that. So why would you want to argue? So even if you're looking at some of these people on social media, thinking I want to look like that, they probably don't. Maybe look they like don't that look like either. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, you've got to remember, like, not everything you see is is truthful. Not everything you see is real. I think everyone on every level aspires to be something more. Mm. It's that whole thing of the person on the moped wants a car. The person in the car wants something bigger. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's. There's nothing wrong with being aspirational. Yeah, aspirational, but don't get yeah. locked into it thinking, yeah. I want it. Like, so if you're, if you're six months in your journey, you don't... You, I know it's easier said than done. Stop comparing yourself to someone who's been doing it for 10 years. Like, I, I see Joe in the gym when he wears his basketball top and he's got the best, like, delts ever. And I look at him and I'm like, I kill for delts like that. <laughs> but what's funny, never is, gonna what, what's funny is, though, I look at pros and think, how the hell am I going to look like yeah. that? <laughs> you, you know, it, it, yeah. It, it happens all across yeah. across the board and it's so hard to get away from. It really is. Um, but they've just been doing it longer. And all you can yeah. do is just, just focus on yourself, get better and better every day. If you look better you every... will get there. You will get there at some point. It just takes time. If you look better every show. Yeah. If you look back on... Next year or later on this year, whenever you compete next, and you're like, I look better. Regardless of what your position is, mm-hmm. you've done better. You've like, done better, yeah. And that's all you can do. If you look better, everyone gets work on points. There's guys that have, there's guys that have been training 10, 15 years yeah. that aren't happy or that go on stage and they don't do as well as they want to. But it's just a work on point, isn't it? Like mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's just one of those things you you just fall into such a mental trap. It's a rabbit hole, isn't it? It's a yeah. mental rabbit hole. Hundred percent. Just and Instagram and social media is a fucking killer because people social media just people don't yeah. look like that. No, no. Like, I know from you know what, being a lot, around yeah. a lot of good pros and competing against people who I think, wow, they're really good, and being next to them, 
is a different story. And if I you want to know what people on Instagram look like, go to an expo. Yeah. Go like, to see him. Like Paul Yarwood. Yeah. He's six foot five. Exactly. And I didn't look at him, but he's six foot five. <laughs> but it is, though. It's like if you, if, the, like if, if Joe was stood next to somebody, there's a comparison. Mm-hmm. But if Joe's on his own, you yeah. don't know if he's six foot 11 yeah, or yeah, five yeah. foot 11. Yeah. Like you don't know. You don't, like some people, look massive on so photos. People look great on their own. Great on their own. But when you stand up next champions and then when you put them next to someone, like, eh, it's not that great. You <laughs> yeah. know? His arms aren't that big. You know? Yeah. It is though. It's, don't take everything what you see on social media as gospel because yeah. chances are, I'm not saying these people don't look good. I'm just saying they might not look as exaggerated as they look in a photo. Again, I'm going to say marketing. That's all marketing. it is. Marketing. Yeah, it is. They yeah. are yeah. Yeah, edited to look the best, to sell the most. Yeah, and that's what so just don't, the fitness industry is. Don't get called in. Don't get pulled into that that trap. Because what do we say? Be the best version of yourself. Be the best version of yeah. yourself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. So I wanted to say. Uh, so we'll wrap things up for today. Uh, thank you to my mate Lee, uh, Lucky Boy Streetwear, for sponsoring the show as usual. Josh is sporting his lovely t-shirt. Okay. I got one of the new old school gyms tops on. Old school gyms. Joe's yep. repping the gym again. Um, so yeah, thanks for coming on, Joe. It's been a pleasure. No, appreciate it. It's been a great sure chat. Actually, we'll, uh, hopefully we'll people have learned a bit as well. I hope so. Touchwood. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and uh, what does everyone need to do? Like, comment, and subscribe. See you later, guys.